my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to build time to practice skills into your life so you can achieve a breakthrough in the next year. When we say the word practice, we tend to think of athletics or music. We shuttle kids to their lessons and harangue them to practice their instruments. Unless someone's got a musical or athletic hobby, we tend not to think about practicing in our own adult lives. But this is really a missed opportunity. All skills benefit from focused practice. And consciously thinking through what can be practiced and how allows you to move your career forward in incredible ways. Practice doesn't necessarily make perfect, but it does allow you to make more of your work automatic so you can focus your attention on the most valuable aspects of what you do. So the first question, what skills do you use repeatedly that can benefit from practice? Most people have at least a few of these. There are obvious ones, such as a medical procedure you do over and over again, or if you're always fixing air conditioners. But there are less obvious ones as well. Do you ever speak in public or lead meetings? Do you ever introduce yourself or tell people about your organization? Do you write for anyone other than yourself? And what exactly are you writing? Proposals? Calming letters to angry customers? Marketing materials? Social media posts? Do you ever need to coach employees or give feedback? Do you need to interview people, either for hiring or for informational purposes? Do you conduct any part of your business in a foreign language? Do you need to explain a concept to customers frequently? Identify the skills you use repeatedly, and then think through what practice would look like. What are the trickiest parts? How could you increase the number of times you try these tricky parts in lower stakes circumstances? How can you get feedback from people who can help you improve? I do a lot of public speaking as part of my job, but I still practice before every speech. Often, I'll practice multiple times. I'll time myself giving the speech in my house, so I make sure I match the time target my hosts have given me. I have the material I might use in different forms for various groups completely memorized. This allows me to deal with complications that might arise in the moment. Maybe the CEO of the company where I'm speaking has decided to sit in the front row and lob questions at me throughout the talk. Or maybe I'm informed while going up on stage that the conference is running behind and I need to turn my 40-minute talk into a 30-minute one. 
Because I've practiced to the point where I know my material and exactly how long each segment takes, I can quickly reconstruct the speech into something coherent at any length. Similarly, if you're pitching work to a potential client, practicing ahead of time means you won't get tripped up on the basic material. You can describe exactly what you do and how you do it in language that you know is appealing. You thus free up brain space to address your client's specific worries. Practice is particularly important in situations that might become emotional. Maybe you, as a manager, need to give employees tough feedback. Practicing exactly what you intend to say and how to convey it clearly allows you to stay calm, even if someone becomes belligerent. The only way to achieve that level of calm is to practice a lot. And that takes time. Though the good news is that it doesn't take a ton of time. Focused practice can do a lot quickly. When I got the opportunity to give a TED Talk a few years ago, I knew that the whole thing would only run about 12 minutes. That meant that practicing my speech five times weekly in the month prior to the event still only took one of my 168 hours each week. Practicing a 45-minute presentation twice is just 90 minutes. Giving someone a concise explanation of what went wrong and what you'd like to see change probably shouldn't take more than five minutes or so, if that, which means that you could run through it four times on your commute into the office if you wanted. So think about how long focused practice might take you, and then think about where you can build this into your schedule. Block these times in. Protect them. This is important. And finally, if you really want to improve, get feedback from people who are similar to those who will be experiencing your work in the moment. At a certain point, you can start to see problems yourself. About 20 years into my writing career, I'm probably tougher on my first drafts than most editors would be. But for anything new or high stakes, get feedback from others. One of the upsides of giving a TED Talk is that the organization set me up with a coach who looked through my speech drafts and had me give the talk multiple times through video chat to make sure it would work. You can hire a coach for this sort of thing or seek help from a colleague, your manager, or a friend who you trust to give it to you straight. If the feedback makes sense, then incorporate it. Keep practicing until whatever you're doing feels incredibly natural. Because when things feel natural, then you can relax. You stay effective regardless of what gets thrown at you. And that makes you seem like the kind of person that people will want to work with. And that can lead to all sorts of career breakthroughs. What skills do you practice? You can let me know at Before Breakfast Podcast at iHeartMedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, 
Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, listeners. I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. 